Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM 87.6, 8718 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. Positively different radio in the morning and you are with Lyle and... Gemma! Good morning! Gemma! So nice to have you on the radio again this morning. How are you this morning? Fantastic. I you am are? great. You are fantastic and fantastic great. fantastic and great. How are you? Amazing. Yes. Just Amazing. <laughs> God is still on his throne. God is still in control. God is still ruling in heaven, ruling on earth and ruling in my heart. So why would things not be great and fantastic? That's right. Yeah. We have so much to be thankful for this morning. What are you thankful for? I'm thankful to be back on radio. Okay. I really Fair enjoy enough. doing this. It's tons of fun. You miss all of our listeners, don't you? I do. Yeah. I do. Um, they miss you too. So you have to call and text because I'm back today and I want to hear got, from you. We've got Liam on the desk today. Yeah, so Liam. Liam is the Woo. man in charge driving the show. So, um, yeah, learning the skills, learning the skills here at Faith FM. Practice makes perfect. That's right. What are you thankful for? I was, I was waiting for you to ask me. I was getting there. What are you thankful <laughs> for? <laughs> I am thankful this morning for Cardboard. Okay. Your things are always so interesting. I always have so many questions. Why cardboard? I mean, well, it's like, it's kind of like this. The mm-hmm. rule is you never, are never allowed to be thankful for the same thing twice on Faith FM. And okay. I've been doing right. this show now for what? Three and a half yeah. years or something <laughs> or other. You got to get a bit creative now, hey? Okay. But seriously, we just moved house. Yes. Who could ever do that <laughs> without <laughs> cardboard? How did right, people right. do that back in the days before cardboard existed? Carts? Horses. Yes, but I mean, think about it. How much easy, easier cardboard makes it? It is lightweight. It is strong. It's amazing the amount of wood that you weight that you can put into a cardboard box. Mm. You know, we've got cardboard boxes out there that take two big people just to lift them up, <laughs> and they don't fall apart. It's just amazing. This is a reminder, you're listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. So coming up in today's show, we are going to be talking about the Queen's speech. She's just made a speech in relationship to the virus. We're also going to go to Queensland where nearly $80,000 worth of fines were handed out in one go. Ooh. That was a bit of a uh, bit of a tough one. Uh, Vanuatu, we've got a story coming out of Vanuatu and that much more coming up. See the world around me I've been 
A man stood down and made some clay He walked to me then gently touched my eyes From my eyes and I saw the light I saw the light and it was so bright I saw the face of the one who healed my eyes Vincent with The Blind Man. This is The Breakfast Show and Gemma is about to bring you the first clue for the quiz of this week. Gemma, what do you have there? Today's quiz is a what am I quiz and the very first clue for you is with Joseph in charge, Potiphar did not concern himself with anything except this. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, he's stumped. He's Ooh. thinking. Look at that thinking face. You're going to have a guess? Yeah, no, I'm wait? not going to have a guess. I'm going to uh, think on that one for a little bit. He's going to wait. Gonna While you're thinking, I'm going to tell you about the prize that we're going to give away. Yes, okay. If you get the right answer. The prize is God Set It, The Life of Joseph. Fantastic book. You guys gave away the first part to that book last week, which was God Set It in the Beginning. Uh, but this book, written by Bradley Booth, is about introducing children to the Bible, and this tells the story of Joseph, which is very fitting for the first clue that we just gave you. Joseph is probably one of my favourite Old Testament characters. There you go. Yeah. So, you want to get your hands on this book. It looks really cool. So, did you sort through the quiz pile to find this one specifically so you could talk about Joseph? Believe it or not, I didn't. It was the first one I grabbed and I was like, it's meant to be. This is the book to give away. (laughs) This is the clue we're going to give. There you go. Fantastic. What is happening, Gemma, in positively different news around the world? Positively different news at the moment is very hard to find. 
That's because nobody's reporting on it. It is not because it is not happening. It's just nobody's talking about anything but the pandemic. Okay, so I get to tell you some stuff that's also kind of about the pandemic. But it's good things, though. It's good things. There are good things about the pandemic. Okay, so because we're in a pandemic and everybody is social distancing and self-isolating, as you should be doing. And Gemma is sitting at the other end of the studio this morning. I I am, and it's very, very strange to be talking to you from about a metre and a half away, but that's okay. Two metres away. is it two meters? Yeah, I and then and then I coughed, and you felt like you yeah, were like, and then the room was closing, and I felt like you were like, I need new oxygen. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Um, have you heard about the teddy bear hunt? No. Okay, cool. So there's a group on Facebook which is now growing to a couple of thousand followers. That's happening here in Newcastle. Some local good news for you. Um, basically, the story is that people are putting teddy bears in their windows. Okay. And the logic behind it is to, you know, share some positivity with your neighbours, with the kids that aren't at school, with the kids that are stuck at home. So, you know, when they're across the street and they look out the window because they're bored, they'll see your house and they'll see teddy bears in your window. Well, our neighbours have got their Christmas lights up, which is nice. See, there you go. Yeah, so I think... That's a, that's a bit of a thing at the moment. People are putting up Christmas lights just to make the you know, whole environment bright and cheery. And we're going to put ours up. We yes. just haven't found them yet. Oh, uh, in a box. <laughs> in a box somewhere. Cardboard, see? Cardboard. Cardboard, box, yeah. cardboard nice, amazing nice, stuff. Nice. But, yeah, so the, the idea behind it is exactly that. Everything's a bit, you know, bleak at the moment. Everything's a little bit sad. So, in order to cheer up your neighbours and your neighbourhood, decorate a, your house. Put a, put a teddy bear in the window. Put a teddy bear in the window. Now- Put the Christmas lights out. Typically, people have been sticking, you know, like little- When you think of a teddy bear, you think of a little, you know, little teddy bear. And, you, you know, stick it in your window for the kids and neighbours and cars driving past to see- but one family went a little bit above and beyond. There's always one. <laughs> There's always there one. There is always one. And this family had two teddy bears, but like giant life-size teddy bears. Okay, like like huge, like oh, yeah, six yeah, yeah, yeah. foot tall, big, fat, fluffy teddy bears. Okay. And they have arranged them on their front yard because obviously they're not going to fit in a window, right? So they have arranged them in their front yard with different scenes every day. That's cool. Which is really cool. So some of them, uh, the teddy bears are out camping. There is a tent set up. There is a fake fire and the teddy bears are sitting pretending to roast marshmallows or something over the fake fire right in the front yard. Another day, they were changing the tire on the family car. So this family, commitment <laughs> to them. Well done to yes, you. Yes, gone the extra commitment. Mile. They have taken off the tire off their car and set up a scene as if they were changing the tire and the bears are there, you know, with trying to, you know, change the tire. That's just Amazing. awesome. We have one of those big bears that we use for um, church, for the kids in church. Nice. And it's always fun to put it in the passenger seat of the car and put a seatbelt around it. It's actually a bear-like bear rather than a teddy bear-like bear. Ooh, so it actually okay. looks like a bear. <laughs> that's a bit scary. And um, it's always fun to put it in the front seat of the car, put a seatbelt yeah, on and drive people. around. Yeah, and people, awesome. But you just see people look <laughs> and then they look again like, what the heck is that? <laughs> Yeah, so they've done this with two giant bears. Another one, they've had housework on the front lawn. So one of the bears is vacuuming and the other one is doing the ironing. Um, And now you think, okay, what about days where it's raining, right? Obviously, they aren't going to put the bears out when it's raining. This family have got the commitment. They built a gazebo out the front lawn. And underneath the gazebo on the rainy days, you will find the two teddy bears doing board games. 
Yes, that's the best ever. <laughs> I knew you'd like that one. <laughs> so yeah, there's photos of these up on Facebook if you want to join the group if you're in the Newcastle area or maybe you want to start something like this in oh, your is own hometown. Is this a Newcastle thing? This is a Newcastle thing. This is the Teddy Bear Hunt, which is a group happening on Facebook that is currently happening Let's in Newcastle. Let's make it Australia wide. We should, definitely should. So Adelaide listeners, Tasmania listeners, Victoria listeners. You start know, up your own Teddy Western Bear. Western Australia's. Your own Teddy Bear Hunt. Uh-huh, absolutely. And of course, there has been the classic Teddy Bear Picnic. Of course. Of course. The absolute yeah, that, classic. that kind of goes Hundreds without saying. Hundreds of photos. Heaps and heaps of photos yes. of the classic teddy bear picnic. But yeah, well done to this family. Above and beyond. That's amazing. I <laughs> wish I could have seen it in person. Incredible. Now, one more group on Facebook that has been giving a little bit more brightness to the, the gloom that is the coronavirus is the bin isolation group. Yes, that's a very famous one. It's been going around for quite a while now, and that yes. one's really awesome. Very, have very Have you cool. done one yet? Gemma? I haven't, but I'm, I'm getting ideas. I went a little bit stalking on Facebook yesterday and looked at all of the photos and videos, and there are some amazing things that people have done. Because, okay, if you don't know or you don't have Facebook, the logic behind this one is you have to take your garbage bins out once a week. You don't get to take your boyfriend out. You don't get to take your, <laughs> your husband out. You don't get to take your uh, wife out. You don't get to take your uh, girlfriend out. You don't get to take your business partner but out what, or any of that, but you out. do get to take your bin out. <laughs> That's right. So why not do it in style? Yes, get dressed up, take your bin out, take a photo. Exactly. That's the logic behind this group, and this has been happening all across Australia, so I think the teddy bear movement needs to catch up because I think that's a great idea too. But the garbage bin bin isolation group is happening right across Australia, and people have been dressing up in their finest clothes just to take out the trash. And their most outlandish costumes. Oh, I'm going to go through a list of some of my favourite. There are, there, are some, there are some good ones. So some people have been wearing like their best suit and ties, their formal dresses, high heels, the whole works, which takes some effort, okay? It's, it's, this isn't just something yep. you're like, oh, I should go put the trash out. It's like, okay, today is bin day. What are we doing? Like, let's get ready. I need two hours to prep just to roll two my hours. bin down. Got to get the dress, got to get the shoes, got to fix the minutes. hair. What are you talking about? Okay, okay, maybe Throw the blokes... All right, maybe Throwing the blokes need five minutes. All right, fine. All right, fine. Yeah. All right, okay, fine. five minutes for us. Two hours for you. Thank you. Thank I you. do want to see your. I do want to see your photo. I want you. To, I want to see Gemma. I want to see on Facebook. I want to see, and we'll put it up on Faith FM uh, Facebook. Oh, actually, yes. Challenge accepted. Done. All right, it's done. Right. It's going to happen. Bin day is next Tuesday. Oh, it's tomorrow, Tuesday. If bin goes out tomorrow night. I will do it tomorrow. I've got a day to plan. Some of my favourite, though, you've got others wearing their wedding dresses, husband and wife walking down the aisle of their driveway, driveway. to put the bins out. <laughs> um, kids are wearing their favourite costumes. I wonder from whether different- I wonder whether anybody's had a wedding with a bin yet. Oh, you know, wow. just like to walk down to the end of the driveway, meet the minister there with the bin well, and I get mean, married. You can only have five guests at your wedding, so why not have the rest of, you know, represented by garbage bins? <laughs> Something a bit different. <laughs> Kids just, wearing their favourite costumes. Ethically Australian if that happens. Books and movies. There have been superheroes and Star Wars characters. Some of my favourites is somebody went as a scuba diver. Like in full gear, like oxygen tank and flippers and all. Like full <laughs> See, that scuba diving gear. Like when I say walking, I mean like waddling down the driveway. Could you imagine like carrying a garbage bin while wearing an oxygen tank, flippers and a mask yes. down your dr- It's It was a sight. It yes. was a video to see. It was quite amazing. Have you, have you heard about Formal Friday? For, no, I haven't. So you know how you have casual Friday at the office? Yes. And now we're all working from home. Well, yes. Most people well, working yes. from home. So now you have casual 
day, every day, because you're working from home. Right. So on Fridays, formal Friday. Oh, I love it. Liam and I are going to do it this Friday. We're going to yes. turn it up in all of the Photos uh, fancy on gear. Facebook and Instagram pages, please. Yes, definitely. So formal Friday happening right here. So many good ideas out there. Share your ideas with us, 1-800-324-843. Let's make the world a happier place during times of difficulty such as we are facing right now. down and dragged me out and left me there for dead it took all the freedom i wanted gave me something else instead blew my mind it bled me dry and hit me like a long goodbye nobody here knows better than i that it's a good thing love is a good thing it'll fall Listening to Andrew Peterson with Love is a Good Thing. This is The Breakfast Show and Gemma is about to give us our next clue for our quiz. The next clue for the What Am I quiz is, this was commonly sacrificed to idols. Oh, he's still thinking. Are you going to have a guess or are you not ready yet? Well, I can guess that one, but I just don't see how it relates to... I can take it... Have a guess, because if you don't get it... Yeah, no, never mind. I can't even finish that sentence because he got it. Well done. 
I don't get how that relates to the first one. But anyway, be that as may, that's it. it I, 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 that first clue has got my uh, got my head spinning. But apparently, anyway, yeah, the first clue isn't. It's a bit vague. Yeah, I, I would not have gotten. I'm it from still the thinking first one the, either. I'm still thinking. How does that even fit in with the there first? There must clue? be a specific Bible verse that references that. There must be. There Has must to be. be. Yeah, there is. Yeah, indeed. Okay, so we need to go to some more. Oh, oh and just a quick reminder about the prize. The prize is God Said It, the life of Joseph, telling the story all about Joseph, the coat of many colors, his dreams, his family, being sold into slavery. I won't give too many spoilers away because you're going to call up to get a copy of this book if you know the answer. 1-800-324-843, and the book is yours if you know the answer. Okay, so the Queen has just uh, addressed the Commonwealth from Windsor Castle. I don't know whether, Gemma, you got to hear the Queen's speech yet or not, but... Um, I have not. It was, a, it was an excellent speech, as it always is coming from the Queen. And, uh, you know, just sort of sitting there listening to the Queen's speech, and it was going through my mind, you know, this... She is a remarkable person. Yeah. The only head of state who served in World War Two in uniform... That is still a head of state. Really? Think about that from a rapture. Served, hang on, wait a second. Rapture head. She was a truck driver during I World War II. I didn't even know that. I didn't or even know driver, she isn't? served in World yeah. War II. That's amazing. In uniform in World Whoa. War II. I think my respect for the Queen just went up a little bit. That's, that's really, <laughs> really cool. Yeah, see, I have this old truck. It's a 1960 model Bedford, and a lot of people freak out about driving like, ooh, how can I drive that thing? Well, the Queen used to drive vehicles <laughs> that were infinitely more challenging than that mm. and much older than that back in the day during, during the Second World War. And, of course, um, there are in the entire world there are only 13,000, which is not many, mm. considering the millions of uh, people who served in the, in the Second World War. Um, there are only 13,000 living veterans as of last year, oh, wow. from the Second World War. And, yeah, she was there. She was serving in, in uniform in the Second World War. And she is still going, still going strong, uh, currently in isolation in Windsor Castle. And, uh, you know, she's, she's, she comes from a generation that has seen a lot of things. She referred back to the very first time that she made a speech from Windsor Castle. Hmm. And that was at the very beginning of the Second World War, where the, or as far as England's involvement in the Second World War, where all of the children were evacuated out of London and those areas on the east coast of England that were within range of the German bombers. Yeah, that's right. And she spoke to the children as wow. a child. Wow. She was 14 at the time, but then as she, you know, the war continued, she became wow. a member of the armed forces and, uh, and served in uniform. Cool. Yeah. That's our queen. So she's spoken about uh, showing resolve, um, being united and resolute in mm. the face of this current crisis. Uh, she also said this, and I thought this was uh, worth sharing, and that this was an opportunity to slow down, pause, and reflect in prayer or meditation. Of course, in the Second World War, she would have been speaking to a nation that was primarily Christian. Now she's got a very multi-religious nation. Mm-hmm. And so her words do reflect that. But she did reflect back on her first broadcast from Windsor Castle back in World War Two. You know, what would it be like to, to have lived through all of that and seen all of that? You know, mm. I think about my grandfather and, you know, your generation, Gemma. Oh, no, here we go. Here it comes. Here it comes. Your generation hasn't even seen a re- as much as a recession. <sighs> This is the first crisis your generation has ever seen. Yeah, we're handling it great. See, I've lived through through a recession, but my grandfather, 
right? Mm. Cop this. He lived through World War One. He lived through the Spanish flu. He lived through the Great Depression. He lived through World War II, the Korean War, the Vietnam War, you know. It's a little bit impressive. You're not wrong it's impressive. (laughs) That's resilience. Yeah, and look at at my generation fighting over toilet paper. (laughs) Your your toilet paper, your your generation will be able to look back on the great toilet paper crisis of 2020. Oh, that's so sad. By the way, do you know what the latest run on the supermarkets has been? No. It has been... Cake mix and cleaning products. Interesting. Yes. In cake, really? Cake mix and cake making um, ingredients. Okay, okay. Look, toilet paper made like a little bit of sense. Okay, not a lot, but a little bit of sense. <laughs> cake mixture makes zero sense. No, it actually it does. It what? makes It makes a lot of sense. No. There's a lot Ten of parents. food people. Parents with kids at home and they're teaching their kids how to cook. Oh, fine. All right. Now, I would right. recommend that they fine. cook something that's not high in sugar because there's a virus yes, floating thank around. You. Thank you. <laughs> but, be that, that as it may, it's nice to see parents slowing down, spending time with their children and spending time with them in the kitchen. Now, of course, the cleaning products okay. is coming about because people are stuck in the house and they just spring cleaning <laughs> again and again and again. It's like, what do you do? Well, I cleaned the house yesterday. Well, let's clean it again today. That may have been and what I've been doing. I, I may have been buying cleaning products cleaning my house more than I normally would. Yes, it's true. Okay, so this is this is not necessarily a bad thing as a result of the coronavirus. I'm, I'm thinking we probably should put it down as maybe a uh, positive news story that parents are spending time with their kids oh definitely in um doing practical things and rather than having their kids just stuck on a screen all day board games have also become a thing that are in you know high commodities today everybody wants a board game or jigsaw puzzles sold out yeah that's it have you done any yet since the lockdown no i have not my wife started one uh yesterday or the day before yeah absolutely this was scomo's recommendation i think it's a great recommendation jigsaw puzzles are great for the brain um, along with crosswords, apparently. So these are these are good things. Very very positive. Okay, so what else are we talking about? Oh, well, I did promise I'd talk about what happened in Queensland, where the police t- uh, uh, wrote nearly eighty thousand dollars worth of fines in one incident. That's a lot for yeah, one. So what, some, what was the incident? Well, some losers got together in a warehouse car park. About hundred. Hang on, wait. Say that again. Some what got together? Losers. You, you did say that. Okay, cool. Yeah. I was like, maybe I misheard. That he's calling people losers, but no, I didn't. Okay, keep going. Well, you know, during a pandemic, getting together with 150 different... It was 150 oh, cars. Oh, So you can okay. imagine how many people that's, were there okay, so that, for that's a car a- rally in a warehouse car park. Oh, silly, silly people. Okay, these people... Are, I'm going to rephrase that. These people are not losers, but they did a thing that is symptomatic of being a loser. <laughs> it was a silly thing to do. They are not necessarily silly people. They did a silly thing. See, that's the politically correct way of saying it. Good job. All right, Thanks so now, for that I've, now that I've cleared, yeah. my, uh, cleared myself on that one. Thanks. That's good. And so, um, yeah, the police turned up. And, of course, they've, they've parked themselves. They've gone to a car park for this event, right? As if that's not going to attract attention. Uh, and somebody's not going to call the police on them. They're not going to be And then, of course, get how many exits ex- yeah, do you have for a car is. park? There it is. And so then a bunch of them tried to drive over the grass to get out, which resulted in them getting bogged. Yes. And so now you've got the police yes. 
the police being exposed. You've got tow truck drivers being exposed. Oh. You've got taxi drivers being exposed and Uber drivers have to come and pick these people up and take them home. Ugh. You know, this was a really, really bad idea. Lots of people being exposed. And, of course, one of the primary reasons they're telling us not to travel is because uh, fuel stations and fuel pumps have become a major source of spreading the virus overseas. Makes sense. Uh, because, you know, everybody picks up that pump and pumps their fuel. Mm. So make sure you wash your hands after you have pumped your fuel. And, you know, this is one of the reasons why they're discouraging people from traveling right now. And so, yeah, that happened. Um, <clears throat> Vanuatu, I did mention this one um, was coming up. Category 5 cyclone in the process of hitting into Vanuatu. We oh, really wow. need to keep this nation in our prayer, a nation that has been able to close its borders early enough mm. so there are no reported cases of coronavirus in that entire nation. But just when they think they've skipped one bullet, they're getting hit with 215-kilometre-hour winds mm. coming through Port Vila. And, of course, you know, there's a developing country, many remote villages, uh, there's no services. At the best of times, people live in flimsy housing that just sort of blows away as soon as the wind comes up. And so, yeah, that's happening in Vanuatu. Let's keep those people in our prayers. Um, we might be in less of a situation to help them out than what we usually are. But on the plus side, people in Beijing are seeing the sky for the first time from within their city. Anyway, we're going to move on. This is the Lesser Light Collective with I Saw a Tree. Listen to me, people, I've got a tale As tall as the trees and as true as I've failed God has done wonders, done wonders for me He's rescued my soul with visions and dreams I saw a tree Standing tall above the earth And it gave food and shelter For the beasts and the birds But they said cut it down, cut it down, cut it down This high elevation has gone to his crown Daniel, my friend, he told it to me straight Oh, king, cut it out and the axe may be stayed Start living right, man, look out for the least Quit acting like one or you'll end up a beast I saw a tree Standing tall above the earth And it gave food and shelter For the beasts and the birds But they said cut it down, cut it down, cut it down This high elevation is gone to
went down, I went down, I went down And I crawled on all fours on the ground Like an ox, I ate grass until seven times passed And I looked up at last I saw a tree standing tall above the For the beasts and the birds And I looked up to heaven and I understood And I praised the Most High For He's just and He's good Oh, I praise the Most High For He's just and He's good Welcome back, guys. That was the Lesser Light Collective with I Saw a Tree. You're listening to The Breakfast Show, and Gemma is going to give you another clue for the quiz, which nobody has yet. The What Am I quiz, the next clue is, the Book of Acts informs us how the Grecian Jews complained because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution of this. Okay, the daily distribution of what? Who was it that was being neglected or felt like they were being neglected anyway? Uh, if you know the answer, then give us a call, 1-800-324-843 or text us on 0491 I do need to remind you all that this Saturday morning, of course, we have, and we have every Saturday morning, live talkback small group Bible study from 9.30 to 10.30. Yes. Super looking forward to that. We had an amazing time here uh, on this last Saturday morning with uh, Matt Parra and myself. Okay, this morning we have joining us on the phone something, uh, somebody who is producing something that I am super excited about. In fact, I've been uh, sort of praying that this would happen for quite a while now. Um, Gary Hodgkin is the new host for the Faith FM Drive Show coming out of South Australia. Gary, welcome to the show. Hello, Gary. All right, we don't have Gary coming through here anywhere. Um, And we're not quite sure why. So we've got a couple of technical issues um, happening. And... um, all right, let me just... Uh, hello? I think I heard something there for a second. No? Well, this is interesting. Okay, let's just see here for a moment. Um, do we have another way of making this work? I wonder whether if I unplug this and put this on speaker... Are you there? Okay, Gary, can you can you hear us? I could hear you the whole way along. I'm not sure why you couldn't hear me. <laughs> well, at the moment we couldn't get. Uh, we're, we're just working through the um, through the speakerphone at the moment, so I'm hoping our listeners can uh, can hear well enough. But don't um, you love te- don't you love technology, Yala? Uh, oh, technology is amazing. But uh, we're super glad to have you on the phone this morning. I understand you just got back from your morning walk. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just, I, I, I really enjoy uh, going up from a morning walk. I do about seven and a half kilometres most, uh, uh, most mornings and uh, just came back and uh, did it in uh, 55 minutes and seven seconds. I time myself each morning. Gary, you're an inspiration. Uh, are you, are we, am I allowed to ask you your age? Because I thought you were like retired. No, 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 not yet. I'm a long way from it. I'm, I'm almost 62 now. So, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, 
it's great to be able to get out there and uh, and uh, trudge the uh, the pavement at uh, this time of the morning. Fantastic. Okay, Gary, you're going to be the uh, and, and of course getting out and doing a bit of exercise. Um, I, I trust you are maintaining social distancing, all that kind of thing. It's one of these things that we are supposed to be doing. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Everyone, uh, all the walkers, uh, we pass each other, regular people, every uh, every morning, and uh, one of us goes onto the road, and the other one goes onto the pavement. <laughs> you know, it used to be rude to cross to the other side of the road when you saw someone else coming down the street, but now it's now it's the only polite way of acting, isn't it? Ah, but we do greet each other still. We all know each other, and we greet each other. I think that's really important. Ah, that's fantastic. I just moved to a new house, and I've been getting to know all of my neighbours. We yell across the street at each other. It's so much fun. Um, Now, Gary, you are the new host for the Faith FM Drive Time Show. We've been hoping that this would happen for a long time, and so we're going to have a drive time show happening here on Faith FM. Tell us all about it. What time will this be coming on? Yeah, Lyle, uh, Faith FM Drive Time. We start uh, 5 uh, five p.m. each day, go through till 6 at the at the present time, but with the amount of... Uh uh, the amount of material that is available, I'm starting to think that that might not be enough time, but uh, I'm really looking forward. We're actually calling the dot drive time program Big Questions for God, uh, because we want, what we would like to do is to be able to address some of the really big questions that people have about God and religion. Fantastic. That sounds amazing. Now, uh, with the with the drive time show, is this going to... Uh, are we going to be able to talk back during drive time? Do we have that facility yet or not? You will be able to. Uh, right now, we don't have the facility. We're still building up. Uh, today, actually, we, we kick off, but it's going to be limited to Adelaide today because we're test driving the equipment uh, today. Uh, but hopefully from tomorrow or Wednesday, uh, we'll be live around the uh, the country. Ah, that's super exciting. So for all of our Adelaide listeners, make sure you tune in um, to the Drive Show this, this evening uh, because you will get... Something a, a unique experience. It's always unique to be part of the first of something, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's, it's a fantastic thing, and that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to. This is uh, this is a real um, uh, development, I think, and certainly in the life of both Faith FM and uh, certainly here and uh, for our listeners in Adelaide as well. Now, Gary, I understand that you're not a stranger to media, and I'll tell you why I know this. is because we did the uh, small group Bible study here on Saturday morning, which meant that I got home a little bit too late to join a part of my, join in on my live uh, church service from my church. And I thought, well, if I want a live service, where will I go? Well, Adelaide's half an hour behind us, so I went to Adelaide, and there you were with a couple of other people right on the TV screen. So you've been involved with media before. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm... I'm involved with Living Ministry Media. Living Ministry Media is also based here in uh, in South Australia, and uh, we've uh, uh, well, they've been developing uh, media materials for probably the last uh, about twenty five or so uh, so years. And uh, it, in more recent times, it's certainly started to really uh, really take off. Uh, they've got an amazing ministry based here in Adelaide. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, Gary, you mentioned that the drive show is going to be focused on big questions, big questions for God, um, and you've, it sounds like you've got a whole bunch of those lined up ready to go. 
What kind of a format is this going to be? Is it going to be Gary talking to us about big questions? Have you got interviews? Have you got music in it? What's what's actually going to be the format of the Drive Show? What can we look forward to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a little bit of, uh, of all of it, actually. We're certainly going to have some, some music space between it. But what we've actually got is a number of specialists coming in now. Our specialists will, uh, uh, will be interviewed by myself. Uh, I'm asking them to give us probably a 10, and 10 to 15 minutes, uh, just a hardcore, just answer the big question for God. So they'll have 10, 15 minutes just to share and, and tell us what their uh, their answer is to uh, to the question that's being put to them. And then uh, following that, uh, we'll be there to, to discuss and share uh, on, on that particular subject for that day. On some occasions, the, the question will go for uh, two or three days. On other occasions, it'll go for the entire week because it's just so big and so important. And uh, on those questions, uh, we'll be taking... Uh, initially, we'll do some text-in uh, questions from our uh, from our listeners, uh, but those, those questions are going to be issues that uh, many Christian people have really struggled with over the years. Yeah, that's fantastic. This is something that we really need, particularly at a time like this. And, of course, you know, radio and the media has become, in the last few weeks, so much more relevant than it has ever been in the history of our world. Isn't that so? Oh, I, I can't believe how, how how incredibly powerful it's actually become in the last few weeks. I know you mentioned, you know, that uh, that small uh, live stream television program that I've, that I've been involved with, uh, that particular program, uh, just, uh, just in the last uh, few weeks on, uh, uh, at our worship service, this last, uh, last week, I'm still waiting for the final numbers, but just on, on YouTube, there was, a, there was a couple of thousand views on, uh, on YouTube, and that's before we add the Facebook numbers to it. And uh, we're looking at it and saying, hey, you know, uh, these sort of numbers, our, our young men who are actually running the, the technology are just sitting there saying, wow, um, this is, you know, I didn't even realise. I mean, I'm an old bloke. I, I don't even have a Facebook account. So tell uh, how um, backward I am. But it, I, I, I look at it and I just simply say, "Wow, I, I, you know, there's there's so much opportunity in uh, in this area at this time." Yeah, absolutely. It's and and, and it's re- in many ways is becoming one of the few ways that we do communicate with uh, each other as Christians is uh, is through the media and through radio. And so, well, particularly at the present time, with the coronavirus being, you know, yeah. uh, what it uh, what it is, and what's actually how it's impacting Australia, how it's impacting the world, uh, we actually we need this this technology. I know I'm a, I'm a church pastor, and I'm communicating with my uh, with my church members uh, through. Well, we have it through uh, uh, through the internet, you know, and that's that that's how we're doing things. We're running services uh, through the internet. Amazing that we have this technology available to us. Gary, tell us a little bit about uh, some of the questions that are going to be answered uh, in this program. Are you going to tackle the question of why the coronavirus exists? Um, well, that one hasn't come to me just yet. It hasn't come, but I, I am sure that it, it's one that we can actually... Um, that will actually be able to teach us a great deal because um, as I was walking around this morning, it was it, it's interesting, on, on my walk, other questions were coming into my mind and one of them uh, consisted of the, uh, the coronavirus and, uh, you know, what can the, you know, what can that... Uh, um, 
you know, what does the coronavirus say to us today, you know, uh, particularly as Christian people? So I think it's a very relevant question that you're, you're actually asked there. Uh, but no, look, what we're going to be doing is some of the uh, some of the questions that um, that people have uh, have struggled with uh, through the years. And like today, for example, I'm uh, I'm going to be uh, starting with the, the question: Is faith just a crutch that weak-minded people bring out in times of pain? Uh, because I'm really conscious that uh, one of the big challenges, certainly to uh, to the Christian faith, is is this issue of faith, and is it just is it just something we pull out in a in a time of pain? You know, weak-minded people need faith. You know, and I'm actually going to be interviewing today uh, Lindy Sparing. Now, Lindy is the um, uh, the prayer ministries leader uh, for uh, uh, for the church here in in South Australia. And she has an amazing ministry, but she's got some fantastic stories. That's the thing that really stands out to me. And I'm, I'm going to be asking her this particular question and asking her to respond to, uh, uh, to, to that question. Then um, um, that's, we're going to do that for three days. That's for uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday this week. On Thursday, Friday, um, it's the lead up to Easter there. And we're going to, to jump into the question, uh, did Jesus really rise from the dead? And does it matter anyway? Um, and uh, uh, that question, I think, is really key because uh, certainly in the run-up to uh, uh, to Easter, uh, what we have is, you know, our society is so much uh, Easter bunnies, Easter eggs. Um, it really has moved a long way uh, from uh, certainly what the Christian church originally uh, meant or understood by, by Easter. So much pagan symbolism has now actually crept in that it's really uh it, it really is impacting uh that which the christian church would like to remember at uh, uh in the easter season so that question i think is really key and i've got a um, a young pastor coming in uh, and he's actually going to be sharing on on this subject you know did jesus really rise from the dead and why does it matter anyway you know i i think that second half is really important and then the um uh the next week uh, we're going to kick off with the with the question if there is a god why doesn't he fix pain and heartache uh suffering and, and death uh you know that uh, that issue we're going to be talking about for the entire week i'm actually going to have um uh, one of our uh, another church pastor, a mate of mine, he's going to be coming in, uh, Pastor Stephen Buse. Now he's actually going to be commencing at the end of that week. He's actually going to be commencing a series online that's just going to deal with this question, which I think is absolutely fantastic. And our listeners will be able to join into the seminar that he's going to be running online. And he is a fantastic presenter. I'm really looking forward to interviewing him. But, you know, to me, the really significant thing is that uh, I'm not just going to be taking it from the, I suppose, the professional perspective of a, uh, a pastor or a chaplain who deals with death and pain, suffering a lot, but I'm actually also going to be interviewing one or two people who, um, who are actually dealing with chronic issues in their lives. Um, and they come from a Christian background. They come from a Christian perspective. But how they grapple with this question, you know, I mean, they, uh, they, they were healthy people and then they got hit with, you know, with some form of sickness. And, uh, 
you know, I, I'm going to be asking them. I've already spoken. I said, hey, can I ask you, you know, did this question, did it come up in your mind, you know, and, and how have you, you know, and uh, almost every person I speak to say, yeah, it's come up, I've had to struggle with it. And we're going to be talking to them about that, that really big question. And then the following week, it just keeps on going, um, we're going to start um, uh, talking about is talk about the end times just sensational fear-mongering. Um, and I, I'm really looking forward to, uh, uh, to, to this particular question because, uh, um, again, I'm going to have some people in the studio who, uh, um, who certainly believe in uh, end times. But, you know, these days you get the preppers out there. You know, it's amazing how many of us have become preppers in, uh, uh, in the last couple of, uh, couple of weeks. I know there's more toilet paper preppers in, uh, in our country than I think we can, we can imagine. But, you know, is talk about the end times just sensational fear-mongering? And then the week after that, oh, and I'll stop at this point, um, um, is it possible to know truths in an age of fake news? Um, and is the Bible still relevant in the third millennium? So there's some of, there's some of the really big questions. And I've got a, um, a, uh, another pastor going to be coming in. He's going to be talking on that particular question. And some of the answers he's got to me actually um, challenges, um, challenges the thinking processes of just so many people. But look, I, I'm preaching. I shouldn't be preaching on. I'm sorry, you know, taking all that time. But uh, yeah, there's some of the things we're going to be talking about live. It sounds incredibly exciting, Gary. It sounds like you are very excited to uh, get your teeth into this drive show. We are looking forward to so much what, it, what is happening. Give us those times again when you will be on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we start uh, 5 till 6 p.m. Uh, this evening, broadcasting from Adelaide this evening. It's just the Adelaide listeners. Uh, we're just checking the tech uh, equipment today. But from tomorrow or Wednesday, uh, we should be live around the country. Fantastic. Thank you so much, so much for joining us, Gary. That is Gary Hodgkin, who is coming to us from Adelaide. Bring us the drive show for Adelaide listeners this evening and then everybody else thereafter. Make sure you are tuning in at 5 o'clock. This is Kate Hollingsworth, The Way He Loves Me. Okay, I'm not sure whether we uh, whether you can all hear us or not, but we are having a couple of technical challenges here. We were looking forward to getting Kate Hollingsworth on, and there she is.
here at Faith FM want to encourage you to be God's hands and feet in your communities, to stay positive and to stay connected in this virus season. Remember to call your friends and family and ask if there's anything they need, whether it's food, some toilet paper or just a chat. Little things like this make a big difference to loved ones who just want to know that you're safe and sound. to Faith FM, positively different radio. You're listening to Faith FM Radio. For more information on any of today's broadcasts, call us on 1-800-324-843. That's 1-800-324-843. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here Father, Son, 